Welcome back to Turbo Sports Radio, along with me, Ryan, and Will, over from Canada today. Hey, what's up, guys? Episode 114. 114. Before we get into it, mate, before we get into it, the other day, like, at this part in a normal, like, high-end podcast, yep. they, would, they would do the ads, wouldn't they? Oh, yeah. They'd do the ads. If it's Joe Rogan, he'd, he'd do an ad right now, or, or well, he, he's too big for that now, but back in the day, he would have, he'd have had to do an ad. And normally that ad is Manscaped. I don't know if you ever heard of Manscaped, mate. I have. Yeah. So this isn't, you know, this isn't an ad, but this is me. So I, I, I bought myself basically my, the older I'm getting, the more nose and ear hair, um, you know, is, is happening. So I've, I got to sort that shit out. So I, I bought this. The, the weed whacker is called, mate. So it's literally a, a nose. It's just for the nose and the ears. Nice. Um, and it was thirty quid. It was thirty That's quid, not mate. Bad. This is pricier than what I would normally think a a nose trim would be. I'm, yeah. I think it'd be about 15 quid. But because it's Manscaped, it's a it's a big brand. I was like, you know what? And it was same day delivery on Amazon. It was the same day <laughs> delivery. Take that. Got it. And it's a game changer, mate. It's nice. It's really, really? good. Yeah, I mean, my nose hairs aren't too bad. Like, they're not the my biggest problem, you know. But my ears just, they're terrible. You know, they're, they're awful now. Just getting get them so straight out of the like, lug hole. Oh yeah, yeah, it's terrible. I mean, not yeah, not 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 too much in the hole, but <laughs> the uh, the tragus and whatever, and the uh, just around the the rim, if you will, and even on on the lobe, mate. Like I get a lone wolf on the lobe, just coming down one, and it's and it's a light one. To be fair, it's not it's not like the heavy duty ones that I'm pulling out from yeah, you know, from the edge of the crater. Like some of those are fucking made of steel or something they're they're crazy but it's nice it's a it's a good it's a good it's a good product you know and if manscaped do want to hook a you know hook the brothers up we could we could talk about more of their products you know if they just want to slip us a little uh beard trimming set or lower beard trimming set you know we could uh yeah i definitely get the the nose hairs right at the end just going straight down and they they mess with the mustache and you get the all, all sorts of tickles there, and they're a fucking pain. Oh, mate, the thing is, a nose hair, and like some nose hairs you could pull out, and it ain't too bad. Like you know the, and you know the ones that are going to damage oh. you. You know the ones that are going to make you cry. Dry waters before like, you've even pulled it. The ones that are hanging in the middle. Anything <laughs> that hangs in the middle, normally, like if it's next to next to the sides, like that's fine. There's enough I can get a good pull there. But the ones that are just a low, yeah, again, like a lone wolf, but in the middle of the the nostril, it's like, yeah, there's some tears coming. There's yeah. some tears coming. If you ha- if you have a problem with it, I would I would I would recommend it. You know, it's it's slightly better than singeing them occasionally with a with a clipper, <laughs> or um, <laughs> yeah, or plucking them because it's just it's a bit of a chore. Do you know what I mean? So yeah, it's not easy. It's a little uh, Christmas gift for myself. You know what I mean? Why not, mate? Yeah, that's a good fucking next day delivery as well. You can't knock that down. S- same day, same day, same day, same day, same day. Yeah, yeah, couldn't believe it. Nice. Um, th- they actually called me Amazon. This is so weird as well. They actually called me while I was having a pint with Matt in the pub the other day. Yeah. So we we're having a we we're having a pint, and they they called me. I was like, "Who the fuck is this?" And it was Amazon. Oh mate, how how easy is that? Fuck. You nice. take that. You take that. Yeah. And then you know you got a little password to to go home to. It's always nice, isn't it? It's always nice checking a box and seeing a nice little brown box or whatever, mate. Yeah. It's... Nice, mate. Well, just to let the. Uh... Listeners know that, obviously, a couple episodes ago, was talking about, I give Ryan some of the 3D printed Nez coasters, and um, 
Started on the golds, mate. Started on the golds. I've given uh, the nice. like preview. And, oh, uh, that's a that is a nice shiny Jono edition you got there, yeah, mate. Yeah, there's only going to be a few of these ones. And uh, I tried a tried a blue one as well. I'm trying some different colours. Oh, that's here. slick. Yeah, that's like a nice classic Mega Man sort of look. That's nice. And uh, nice. Or Mega nice Mix Two, if you will, mate. It's a little Mega Me- Mix Two one. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> that is the Mega Mix Two. <laughs> yeah, it is. I uh yeah I liked that Mega Mix Two picture. But yeah, so if anyone's wondering, potentially they're going to be available. But um, yeah, we're going to get some nice collections going. Maybe we'll put some pictures up when we get them all done. Yeah, and what you need to do, Will, you know, being the lead at the Turbo Printing, uh, yep. you know, HQ, you, yeah, you need to kind of make sure that that ratio of Jono's game, you know, that gold one, you always, you got to count. You've always got to know that there's, there's only five percent of the, you know, the circulation. Do you know, there's only five oh, yeah. percent that are Jono's. So you know, they're <laughs> going to be, they're going to be rare. <laughs> Johnny's probably thinking it's like, yeah, but I've been in more episodes than probably most people. Is that well, Johnny? Come on now, we're just talking. We're talking recently, you know. We're talking twenty twenty two. Yep, yep, definitely. So yeah, got the specials coming, guys. Keep your eyes peeled. Yeah, and they they will come with a a, a box, a display box that comes with them as well, mate. Or oh yeah. Maybe you pay a little bit extra for the display box. I don't know. No, you got. They got to come with the display, so you can they, keep them. They all. come. Nice. Not the listeners like they probably have a beer on one. They put it down, you know. You, it's gone then down the side of the couch or something. The dogs at it. And you'll find it. You'll find it like six months later when you're moving your sofa for some strange reason, and it's like, oh, oh, nice. The Mega Mix Two's down there. I can. <laughs> I mean, you know, you, you can't you can't lose that sort of shit. So. No, no, no. Well, should we move straight into some skateboarding, mate? We've got yeah, uh, let's do a new it. new video from Zero. Believe a Japanese skater that they're basically presenting um, to be, you know, part of the team. He's joining the team. Is uh, Kyrie Netsuke? We've already seen a video. Yep. I saw. I saw it. Will's, you know, Will sent it me over, and it's like this is a this is a next level video. Like for introducing someone to not just into the Zero ranks, but like. He's probably not many people have heard of this dude. You know what I mean? Like on the grand scale of of skateboarding, oh, yeah. so it's a it's a introduction into the industry, and what an introduction it is! So good, such a good part. You know, it's hard it's hard to give it a turbo rating on these sort of parts, mate. You know what I mean? It's a different it's a different vessel. I'm not really yeah I'm not inclined and, uh, to kind of. It might not even be a part where they've said to him, you know, oh, we'll film this. It's more. This is probably just what he's banging out most of the time, and what yeah. a fucking skater to introduce. I've got it on on Thrasher in front of me. Um, I'm sure it's on YouTube. I'm probably sure it's on yep. the Zero website as well. It's two minutes thirty eight seconds long, which is nice. Yep. You know, it's nice to have something like that. Just a little quick, nice easy and, watch. And it is a classic. It is. Um, it is edited by Jamie Thomas. Nice. So, so he hasn't let anyone else kind of like put the gimmick on this lad he said no, i'm still i'm still got the the last say on how this goes out how his product goes out which yeah. i respect uh, oh, i yeah. respect a lot and you you know you want to see that something dropping for zero you know boss man's putting his uh putting his hands on it and keeping it keeping it real yeah because it, it just it's 
it shows it's important. I completely agree. Like certain skaters, you'd want to go like, no, there's no way you're fucking back with that footage. Like yeah. I, you know, I would, I would want to see what happens with that footage. You know, you can do, you can put it together, but I, it's got to be the green light by me. You know, you would, wouldn't, you know, that's just how it is. Yeah, um, so I, I, res- I do, you know, I do respect uh, Jamie for doing it. And what I'd like to say, obviously, because Jamie Thomas has edited it, we know the style of edit that he puts out there. Generally, shotgun. It's a little bit, sl- it's a, you know, it's slower paced probably for for Jamie, but it's still pretty fast paced. Yeah. And it's still true zero gimmicked with like the um, the kind of label, the, like late, yeah, like a, a label maker yeah. sort of deal. That's the gimmick that he got in there as well. Very zero. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, definitely a zero feel to the video. Uh, so what I'm going to do, mate, we're not going to, obviously, we're not doing a skate companion here. This is just a, a little recap from, I'm just going to have it on the background, a little refresher yep. while me and Will chat about it. And we can go for, I mean, to be fair, we can just go through each trick if you want. We can kind of play it, you know, play it through, mate, and then, you know, kind of go through a couple of them. Yeah, sure. Um, but yeah, we just, you know, it's just playing now. It's 10 seconds in and uh, you get to see the lad, you know what I mean? You get to see him push you get to see a bit of his style you get to see who's riding for he's got the dc's on there mate he's got the calices on there as well Kalis, um s's i think straight away with the uh big um backside heel over a gap and then he's just you know he's we, we've got slow-mo we've got slow-mo which again yep. is good because you can see him and yeah that second trick lovely front crook ollie's oh yeah, yeah probably beautiful. about a foot and a half higher than he over the rail and drops down into yeah. it very nice yeah, really, re- really nicely done. Heavy duty rail, mate. Yes. Like that is no, that's no mean feat. That's a proper handrail. That's almost too high to even use as a handrail. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's, Sending it's almost you straight awkward. down. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so good. But he does look good, mate. He looks good in those calices. Yep. Hopefully, he's going to stick around with DC because he's got that. He's got the right style for DC as yeah. well. He's he's. He's stomping. He's he is very technical in his own right, not in the traditional sense of technical, but in his own right, he's super super tech. Yep, definitely. And uh, just got one of those very original skate styles. Obviously, something that has been seen before, but um, even you know probably being played with through the slow mo. Just only certain skaters you can see him perform a trick especially a flip trick into or out of something and just just being able to see that full trick you know almost making it more realistic for an average skater to be able to achieve and definitely something that that hypes you up you can definitely really get into how well he's done those tricks they're so visibly clear it's you know not like any quick tricks where you have to almost wonder what it is like so easy to to watch it's nice yeah i've just got the uh the clip in front of me here mate which is it's fucking madness it's madness but it's one of the ones we got, we have to talk about yeah so he's th- he's hitting the um he's he's goof by the way if just to let everyone know um so he comes up to this curved ledge right heel flip front nose slide rides it all the way around this curve and then hits the fucking nolly heel out oh yeah that is, can you remember seeing that before, mate? You know what I mean? I'm sure it has been done, but it's... Not very often. Not very often. And not on a big ledge, like a big long ledge like that, like Ryan was saying, a curve to it. 
yeah, rides it heavy as well. Like he's he's letting his weight go, mate. Do you know what I mean? It's 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 almost on the, he's on the edge of uh, no control because he needs the speed. He needs to be able to get out of there. So he kind of has to let it kind of take you. You know, yeah. you yeah. know that you know the position, mate, don't you? Sometimes even with like a front tail, sometimes you know it's going to stick more than it's going to go. So you know that you're going to have to give it more of your ass. You know, you get that ass weight has to just go into that heel and hope that you're still going to be on top of it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Or just, or you might have to fling out to fake you, even if you didn't want to. You know, you just have kind of have to ride it. So yes, yep. so good, so um, good, such a. And not long after that, a couple, maybe the trick after. I'm going to talk about this one because I, I normally complain about a varial flip, or I might not be the biggest fan of a varial flip, but uh, this is a varial flip you like. Um, for me. The only way a varial flip's going to look good is if it's almost a pop shove it. You want to see it caught. You want to see it lifted, boosted. And uh, you almost think this is coming out as a tray flip when he does it. But he just catches it and hoiks that fucker up and holds it. Yeah, you you don't want to see a lot of kickflip in a varial flip, do you? No. You don't want to see. Um, you still want. To, we want a flowed kickflip. You want a flowed kickflip, but you don't want to punch. If, if someone does a punchy kickflip, you know it's like because it it will it will fling before it's even done anything. What you're saying, Will, when, the way he's doing with a shove, is the whole maneuver is a maneuver. You know, he's he's blended the two. He hasn't. Yeah. It isn't a kickflip and a shove. He's blended it. It's almost a hard flip. Yeah, exactly. You know, in in its in its in its rotation, it's doing it's doing that kind of angled turn rather than doing that perky kickflip first, then a shove. And yeah. that's that happens sometimes, mate. You know it happens. Yeah, sometimes you catch it too good and it's like, for fuck's sake. Because I always like, especially like you're saying with a pop shove, it's, there's kind of less of a catch. I know you do catch a pop shove, but it's, it's almost like a, a flowed kind of like, it finishes the trick. Yes. It's one of them. It kind of finishes and it turns round. And I think a varial flip always works the best when you don't really catch it. You kind of just, it kind of comes down at the same time as you. You might have been above it, but you haven't caught it. You haven't stopped things from happening beneath your feet. Yep. So it just it just does a flow. And like you said, this is yeah, one minute forty three seconds in. A quite a famous gap. That that gap has been handled uh, many times before. Yes. That's a classic. You'd have seen it on on a, a few covers of uh, of Thrasher, or maybe just one cover. But it's been it would have been on a cover, you know, definitely. And then he blesses us in with a huge heel flip, backside lip down. A, you know, a good. 12 to 14 kind of sort of yeah. huge I mean and, and I've paused it just when he's above it mate when he, when he has caught this heel flip it is madness the height that he's at above this rail it's, this is at one, 146 and the height that he's above this rail going blindside on a fucking heel flip landing on a handrail oh my god yeah I just got that you could in just the be full catch yeah <laughs> yeah, if he was a big lad, you know, he'd be he'd he'd have been focusing straight through that. Yeah, definitely. So yeah, good. Yeah, like, good look, foot, look at the size of that and a half above that rail. That is, and <laughs> he's pretty much caught that like you know as if he's going to be hill flipping almost to back fifty. So he's he's so high above that. Yeah. Yeah. Very. Yeah, it's, quite, it's almost like if 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 someone sent you that freeze frame. You probably would just about guess that they might be going for the rail, but if someone if you, if someone told you that they were doing a, a heel flip just from from the right hand side of the rail over to the left hand side, you'd believe them. Yeah, 
yeah definitely because you know he's doing he's 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 at that angle yeah crazy though apps and and the the precision on on the lip as well like you see how he, sh- he shifts into into fakey there mate yep that's a precise fakey that's yeah. not a that's not a vibe fakie that is letting it's it's knowing what that board's going to do yeah it's that's a really really good to fakie yeah definitely shoulders down barely any movement just uh just keeping that flow and uh i'm gonna um say as well for all those who may just be listening um these sort of like hill flip lips hill flip boards hill flip grinds they're not like you know how you would imagine other young uh, skaters doing it where it's just kind of you know just on there and kind of like just heel flipping and landing on stuff this is really fucking precisely done um really worth a watch yeah this this is one of those videos that if you want to kind of you know get your heel flips back in the game just watch him a few times you'll you'll i think you'll figure out the physics quicker just by just check him out and he is like oh yeah yeah he just he kicks in the right way he properly gives him some but he's also really hugging that heel flip as well which is yeah. is the key you know it's sometimes you can kind of over hug when you're in regular and it's easy it's kind of easier to hug and switch do you know what i'm saying will yeah, you know it's yeah. an easier hug um but he's he's almost got he's just got that he's got that balanced in regs because regs you know i can i can do a decent heel but it's 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 very aggressive, but it says very it's not it's not a technical heel flip, you know. Still high enough and and flicky enough and all all the right things, but it ain't going to be going into anything, you know. There isn't yeah. that kind of poise at the end of the trick, you know. The start of the trick might be crispy, and it's going to you know it might be landed bolts, but it's not it's not on the same level as efficiency of what he's doing. Like he's hugging every angle on that heel, he just knows what he's doing with it. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, definitely. Uh, definitely very controlled, very thought out skater. Really nice to watch. Um, great style. Yeah, a style that hopefully can only get better, mate. Because he has got, he lands shit right. You know, he'll 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 take the squat when he needs to take the squat. I was just watching him do a big uh, backside big spin down a you know classic zero grass gap. I think that he, was a late squats. a late one. Late backside, big spin. Yeah. Let's have a little look. Just pushing now. Oh, it just goes up and then just a little... Oh, yeah. It's like an yeah. ollie into it. It's nuts. Yep. I've definitely seen, you and, know, definitely a famous grass gap. Yeah, and then <laughs> the 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 heel to uh, front board down Hollywood high, mate, is... Ridiculous. Insane. It's insane because, if you, again, we talk about, uh, talk about big handrails. That handrail was tall. That's a tall handrail. Yeah. That is, you know, I know a lot of people are hit it these days, you know, because it is the proven ground. Um, and that's why he's there to do it. Do you know what I mean? That's why he's there to do it. But yep. it's st- it's still it's still heavy. Um, do you reckon Lindsay Robertson hit that back in the day? Wouldn't have surprised me. I, I mean, I'm, I, I know he's the heel flip king, but I can't... I, did he do heel flips into shit? I just... Yeah, I can't remember. Should know, really should know, because I'm a big Lindsay Robertson fan. Again, DC, and he is a DC skater mate as well. Yeah, same, skater. same gimmick here. <laughs> yep, 
Just needs to put some put some glasses on and he's he's sorted. Yeah, that's it. Glasses and a cap or something. Yeah, it's such a such a great video part. You can't, like I said before, Will. You can't really. I. It's not really, I'm really grading this part, is it? This is just saying, fuck me, this kid's. He's on the 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 zero ranks. He's not pro, but yep. he's on the zero ranks. Um, watch this space. Watch this space because he's gonna, you know, give him give him a couple of years. He's gonna be killing it. Absolutely yeah. killing it. And and like you're saying, yeah, you can't really rate this. You can just rate it for zero introduce it, introduction and. You, they've nailed it that's they've, what they've done obviously yeah fucking sick really enjoyed it great style huge pops young young you know I, god knows what age he is but um, definitely going to be a up and coming destroyer if he keeps going at this pace Mm-hmm. yeah that's it and also because he's Japanese you know they can do some really cool zero boards with a with a Japanese twist, oh, you yeah. know, that's not forced. Yep. That you could do some really cool artwork with with kind of like some you know gothic samurai sort of shit. You know, that's some proper. Yeah, some warriors. That'd be the pro board you'd want. Yeah. You know. Yeah, you could definitely see that. Definitely see that. That'd be uh, that'd be sweet. Uh, I was gonna say, mate. As we're on the the, the skate chat, if you will. Um, do you want to talk a little bit about Skater of the Year? Obviously, yeah, yeah. we've had the like the um, the 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 award ceremony or the uh, award party or whatever you want to call it. Um, but you had a couple of things you wanted to kind of yeah, we uh, say on briefly the touched about it and just kind of said what what we had heard and what we kind of knew on the scenario. There's a little um, there was an interview with um, Tyshawn. On, uh, I think it was like Hot 97, like a big uh, Bronx or New York radio, YouTube radio. They do a huge radio station, interview a lot of uh, artists and uh, local people. And they were kind of, you know, bigging up the uh, the black presence in skateboarding, winning skater of the year. And uh, just did a, like a 20 minute interview. Really, really good, actually. And obviously, I you don't get to see too much of Tyshawn really other than the clips. And mm. uh, he has a good, uh, some good, good topics in there. But um, we, w- we wasn't sure if he'd done the kickflip and done the backside flip on the same sessions or anything. And he talks about that, a little bit about that. So they were two separate times. And uh, the first one, he said they went there. He tells you which station it is as well. Uh, I, I can't remember. But yeah, they went there at night time. They went there at two in the morning. And, uh, you know, they, they try it, get kicked out by the police, go upstairs or just outside of the station, wait an hour or two, go again till they get kicked out. And they're there till, and they leave with the trick at seven in the morning. So uh, five hours there, kicked out or not. Just pretty impressive. And he was saying the 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 gap wasn't too bad it was easy enough to get the gap which is fair enough like he was saying it wasn't that wasn't really the challenging part it was doing it bailing and then climbing down and climbing back up every time he said by the time it was the end he said people were pulling him up there um so i thought that was that was a little bit it was nicer to know like how hard it was and Mm. that they went back the second time for the backside flip 
uh, which is which is sweet. Uh, so it's called it up up something. And I never really knew how old Taishan was. I knew he wasn't old, but it's so hard to put an age on people these days. You know, any uh, someone who looks about the age of Taishan, you could put him anywhere between twenty and thirty. Really, like you just mm. it's just hard to tell. And um, he's twenty three. So he's pretty fucking young, really, for the second time of so. So he won two. Was it two years ago? So he would have been twenty-one. Obviously competing with people like Ni- he was. So yeah, obviously competing with uh, people like Niger, Louis, etc. So obviously we know Niger skating from when we were young. Niger's been skating since he was a kid and skating fucking big handrails, you know, on Element since he was a kid. Taishan said he got into skating, him and his brother or whatever, they're at their cousin's house, and his cousin had loads of Xbox games or something like that, and they didn't, so they nicked a couple of them to play them at the house when they were kids or whatever, and uh, one of them was a skate game, and it was EA Skate. So it wasn't Tony Hawk, you know, it was way past that. He started skating in 2011. To think about it in that way, he only been skating like 12 years, is to get to the second Soe, and as good as he is, is fucking nuts. Um, and also they asked him, you know, like if he did competitions and stuff like that, and he said it's just kind of not really his thing. And he kind of just, pretty much just skates street, he doesn't even really skate too much pack, um, which is which is epic. But um, obviously, talking about skater of the year, a lot of us were thinking, well, well Niger's caliber is just way higher, and probably almost double the near double the amount of years of skateboarding behind him, which doesn't take anything away from either of them. But uh, yeah, just something to think about. Obviously, it's Thrasher's skater of the year. It's not ours. It's not the general population. Uh, it it would have been different if it was ours, but. You can look at it from so many different angles of how well someone's got in a short period, shorter period of time. Like I've been skating way longer than that. <laughs> we both have. Yeah. And uh, yeah, pretty impressive. And uh, just thought I'd bring those up. You know, if you haven't watched that interview, I would have never have known. So. Yeah, that that sounds like a really good interview, mate. You know, and that's the sort of interviews we kind of need more of with yes. with our personalities you know with that you know with the skaters you know you need you need that sort of stuff rather than seeing them on some fucking tv show you know you need that sort of stuff i remember seeing like nick jensen i think it was on like blue peter back in the day or something yeah and it just that isn't where you want to see him he was good yep. but you don't want to see it you want to you want to kind of listen to him and you know talk about tricks and talk about you know breaking shit down that's what how you want to talk you know that's what you want to hear from skaters yeah you want to find out these questions that Mm. we all think about or whatever yeah definitely um definitely uh changes opinions on you know as well like obviously you can only you can only judge from what you do see and obviously we're trained to not not judge from what you do see obviously that's the only things you can go from to start with and especially how companies present people like obviously supreme fa and all this other stuff you know you only get to see people at their potentially best or worst moments and uh people could be portrayed however that company wants them to be as well and uh how they act as a 
persona on their social media. So obviously having him talk and he's like, yeah, he was saying sometimes he doesn't like skating parks now because people, you know, sit there, all the kids will sit there and watch him. And obviously any any skater, most you don't give a fuck after you skated for a few, quite a few years. But at the end of the day, when loads of people are sitting there watching, you're a big time pro, the skater of the year or whatever, there's obviously a, a lot more pressure involved, you know, and yeah but and everyone and everyone knows you know if you're the if you're the newbie of a skate park when you just rock up and you've never skated there before unfortunately because you know if you've if you if you've walked in in a certain way and it's like well this old boy could know something or whatever you you but you're gonna watch that person you always do it's it always happens like yeah you'll notice that you go to a, a random skate park and there'll be kids there or there'll be you know a couple of skaters and you don't you don't know their caliber you've just turned up but you've started doing a couple of your special moves just when you're warming up and then the, ev- you realise that everyone is looking at you. You know what I mean? It's like, fucking hell. Now, like, you were flowing before yeah. and then you realised it and it's like, oh, fuck me. It's interrupted the flow a bit. Oh, yeah, so uh, from a previous conversation that may or may not have come out, me or Ryan was uh, talking about pretty much just general bit of work and construction but generally just uh, incidents and accidents and we was to- uh, I was saying that pretty much anything you think about has probably happened like <laughs> within re- within reason and maybe even worse you know I've been listening to some crazy stories and I was talking about some guy who let off like a rocket launcher or something in his house well uh, the story kind of crept back up again and someone talked about it so I'm not going to go into this is a hundred percent what happened, but it was either a Ukrainian like MP or like military guy or a Polish. I think it was more of a Polish military guy. And this is recent within past couple of months. And as a present, that country gave him a 37 mil rocket launcher, like a, the small ones you have them on Call of Duty and that they go like underneath your gun. <laughs> and uh, he uh, accidentally discharged this off in his office and survived. Oh man, what uh, is uh, it? Yeah, and I'm going to say it is Polish. And uh, even like someone higher than him has made like a joke about it. You know, it went really big. Yeah, um, oh, God. supposedly, and this bit I don't know too much. Someone was saying that they they said it was a deactivated present, but it obviously wasn't as deactivated as he thought. Fucking hell, it's like but an still, assassination like, attempt. I really doubt it. But like being a military man, these things are literally like a, a tube, a straight tube, like a shotgun tube, and a big shotgun bullet that is three point seven centimeters long <laughs> wide. You know, it's a small small rocket. You put it in, and a fucking pin hits the back of it. Like, that is it. So, like, if you're a military man, you would see there's something in there. Like, wouldn't you be curious enough to, like, have a little look at some rocket thing you're going to fire in your office? But who knows the true details to how, how he did it. But, ladies and gentlemen, anything you can think of, Happens. It has been, ha- yeah, it has happened. Has prob- yeah. Fucking... It's probably been done for you to think about it. That is, I'm just Outrageous. wondering, like, 
like if you're if you're the the receptionist outside his office, you know what I mean, and then he <laughs> yeah. just like fires himself out of the door, like, because yeah. <laughs> that is, you know the, again the the kick on that and everything, mate. Like you got to be holding that in such a controlled manner uh, for that not to just go out of control and point in any direction. Especially yeah. like you're saying it's a an add-on. It's not like a you're not you're not holding like a massive thing that you kind of probably have to strap down and everything. It's something a bit smaller that is dodgy as fuck yeah yeah <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's good shit though it's nice yeah. to know that that shit's happening in the world though i think you yeah know, so anytime you fuck up just think could always be worse mate yeah unless you're that military man then well he didn't die so it could have always been worse <laughs> <laughs> that is good i do like that a lot yeah. i like so, yeah, that i just lot. had to mention it since i heard more i was like oh that's too too good too good to, to not tell yeah i will say uh at the moment mate every obviously i'm big into my atlantis at the moment like i'm digging deep i'm doing the research of atlantis and uh yeah i say i'm doing i'm doing the research i'm just watching a shitload of videos uh online but uh i'm really into it it's a good it's a good uh entertaining subject you know believe or believe or not believe you know whatever but now i've been telling everyone anyone that's going to listen to me mate it's like before you'd shy away from Atlantis. You'd like, you go like, you can't talk about Atlantis. Like, mate, yeah. shut the, like, shut up. <laughs> like, I would even say if someone to come up to me and start talking about Atlantis, like, they, like, yeah, I can give you some like other stuff, mate. But Atlantis, let's come on, just chill out. But now I'm telling everyone, I am so like, I'm I'm out there like a flat earther, <laughs> but with Atlantis, you know, you obviously I'm not as a flat earth, but like, that's what I'm like with Atlantis. Like, I'm I'm sold on the idea now. Like. <laughs> It, you know that it's real. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I, yeah it's going to be hard to come back from here. Yeah, no, I, I haven't dove too deep in Atlantis, but I've uh, watched a couple of deep videos, and I just haven't uh, haven't got enough information in Monoggin yet to uh, be uh, fully in there. But definitely uh, sounds like a good hole to be in. Yeah, the guy you want to check out, mate. Obviously, you've got uh, Graham Hancock, classic Joe Rogan. Yeah. Um, alumni and Randall Carlson you know yeah, both Randall ones you know great. probably a, a, a journalist and the other one's a geologist or whatever you want to call it and but the third man that you need to check out is a guy called Jimmy Corsetti Jimmy Corsetti and he's got a ch- Corsetti yeah he's got a, um, a YouTube channel called Bright Insight oh yeah yeah he's obviously sold on the idea as well so he's putting all his time and effort into it but he is pulling his last video was like 25 minutes long and it was like wow Nice. Wow, he's uh, he's pulling some shit together. Normally, you know, and again, it's always it's always like with these conspiracy theories, it's two plus two equals five or whatever. It's just a little, it's, it's close, but no cigar. It's just how it is, isn't it? You know, everyone's kind of pulling these patterns together that might not have been patterns, but you're pulling them together. You know, that's it's a yeah. classic. But some of that stuff you can't kind of dispute either. You know, it's kind of like, well, it's too coincidental that... You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to accept these three Options. parts of the argument. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I get this side does sound a little bit meh, but he's winning here. So, and that's kind of where I'm at with Jimmy. He's just he's breaking shit down, and he's kind of using classically known kind of um, geology and and map reading and all this sort of stuff to find just to find his own answer. But it's yeah, it's, it's I'm super into it. Nice. Yeah, I like that, mate. I like yeah. to uh, give him a watch. Yeah, yeah. Bright insight Bright on YouTube. Insights. Yeah, that's... I feel like I may have seen some of it, you know, if he's got any other 
alien style stuff yeah, or whatever. Mate, yeah, if, if your sure YouTube feed is coming up with the same shit as mine, <laughs> he would have, <laughs> like, his face would have popped up probably. So you would yep. have, you would have seen him. He's been on Rogan as well. Nice. You know, he's had, he's had a good one on Rogan. So he's, uh, yeah, he's a, he's a bright, he's a bright old boy. You know, so it's it's nice. And he's not, he's not super kind of dogmatic about anything. He doesn't tell everyone you should listen. You know, you should believe me. He's just like, well, I'm just. This is what I got. It'd be, yeah, and it'd be cool if it was real. Yeah. I mean, that's that's that, that is the the crux of all of it, though, isn't it? Yeah. You just it'd be cool if shit was real. Yeah, and you want it. You want it to be real, and that's how yeah, you just get sucked was... in because you want to find out as much as you can. Yeah, I don't know if we spoke about it in the last one, but the um, the Yeti is like that's the one that it'd be nice if that was real. You yeah. know, a, a snow ape of some description, and 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 I suppose the reason why everyone does believe that one is because it's fairly plausible, isn't it? It's not like I mean, I I'm not too sure if there's any Yetis knocking about at the moment, but I would say there probably was some sort of ape that didn't mind the snow. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, what are your thoughts on the Yeti, mate? I don't know, you know, I could I could more maybe there's a couple out there. Maybe there is a couple uh mm. couple of snowmen out there, but um you just I would put it more in the fact that this was a thing. Like yeah, a, lot, with... a lot more of a thing and uh some of them carried on for a long time through like being extinct and that's obviously some people have seen them. And that's how we've got all these, you know, when you think something's real, you're going to start seeing it. And obviously you're going to see it with, like, bears. But I still wouldn't be surprised if there's a couple of things going around that people haven't seen. Although, I would like to think that the amount of hunters there are in America and Canada, they may have got it. But people see things, so you know, you don't know. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good one. Yeah. It is a good one, because... Like I'm on say, the fence. It, I'm... It definitely would have existed, surely. Surely some sort of beast would have, you know, would have existed like it. But it's, it's if people are... And, and the classic Yeti video where he's walking across the... Is he walking, like, across over, over a little river or just walking across the screen? It's a classic, it's yeah. a classic one. And it, looks, and it looks legit, but I'm not too, I'm not too sure about that one. I, I think it's too good. It's yeah. too good to be true, that one. That's, <laughs> it's, it's a guy, I think it's a guy in a suit, that one. Definitely. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely hard to tell, and yeah, there's so there's just so many good reasons I can put in my head for both ways. So mm. I just keep waiting, mate. We'll just keep waiting, see what happens. Yeah, we'll... I mean, it's like the ocean, though, isn't it? It's like the ocean. They they kind of say I was speaking to someone the other day about it, but there's almost like a a ratio or an algorithm that you could kind of um, figure out with the depth of the sea, right? And that. Say like a is a blue whale. Is that the biggest whale? Is that the biggest thing in the in the water? Yeah, it's probably a blue whale, isn't it? Let's let's just say yeah. Let's just say it's a let's just say it's a blue whale. It might be something bigger, but whatever. They're kind of saying that because of the size of the sea and the amount of um, they're all, they're almost talking about like the the food chain. Yeah. That there could be two more bigger things. That or there should be two more bigger things in theory. Right. right. Because the size and the fact that because it's so, so large. That you'd have something that would, and 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 because it's in the water as well, mate. They're not carrying the same weight. Like, I suppose you hit an elephant, and you yeah, can't yeah. go that much more because they still have to move the ship. In the water is a bit different. Yeah, yeah. You know, they, they can still keep going. So there's, I haven't looked, I haven't looked super into it, but 
again, that's quite an interesting kind of. Well, so like, I remember subject. ages ago there was those deep, deep, deep sea diving videos, like what the deepest they've been in, like a manned submarine, or it might have been like a submarine drone or something. And they see some of those like crazy giant octopus squid things that are just fucking huge. And you know, you could imagine ones double their size. You, you can just imagine it, like. Oh yeah. You know, and things like that could you could probably take on whales and shit like. You know what I mean? One of those straight over the over the top part of the face, not the jaw, like just. Yeah. Yeah, we'll stick it. We'll stick it in a blowhole, mate. Stick the. All of it, yeah. All the stick down in a blowhole, mate. Yeah. Fucking <laughs> crazy. Maybe even yeah. like you know, got some like electrical pulse or some shit or like. You never know. You, you know you don't know because I'm all those fucking fish deep down. The, the, like the angler fish and all that sort of stuff. They they got some crazy radiation fucking powers going on. You know with their little little uh, fish, fake yeah, fish yeah, in front yeah. of them, their little light or whatever. The little glowworm thing. Yeah. Yeah, the glowworm. Yeah. In in my mind though, one of the biggest. I'm I've I'm now referring to them as a sea predator, but they might not be predator in anything. I'm saying that uh, UFOs are definitely down there as well. I'm saying that manned UFOs are going deep, deep down in the sea, deeper than these fucking sub submarine shits have been. This is a fucking rabbit <laughs> hole, but they have said that that they are. Um, I'm trying to think of what they, what is it the the actual terminology? It's, it's basically describing that it can be in multi-terrain. It can be in yeah. air. You know, and and it can go into go into sea or whatever. But I think one of the blokes that Rogan spoke to, he was like some sort of commander or something. And he saw it and he kind of yeah, Agent Freder or whatever, the guy with the glasses. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, and they they did go into the water. Yeah, well, that yeah, they went over, and the first thing they see was something under the water, and then mm. something come out of that. But yeah, you know, you just don't know, mate. You just don't fucking know. Well, that's the thing. You can, it's so much pressure down there. It's like you can't get down there. You can't like it's all yeah. theory, isn't it? It's like you don't know what's down there really. No one's touched the bottom. Yeah. Yeah, it's just nuts. Like I'm sure there's obviously, you know, the, in just general science, they're getting better at making drones that can go down there. And you know, I'm sure every fucking five years they get at, you know so much deeper or whatever. But it's I'm sure it's not a, like a Oh yeah, we've gone another mile down now, or whatever. You know what I mean? Obviously. Yeah. There's, you know, I think I don't know how true it is, but I know back in the day they used to say, and this was just a saying, so I don't know how true it is, but uh, oh yeah, well we know more about the space space than we know about the the sea bottom. Yeah, yeah. So that's mad. That's mad, really, when you think about it. like we've been here for how long and done all this shit, but like, obviously, you know, we can't live down there. But fucking hell. There's a lot of shit to learn about Earth still, and like with Atlantis and like just untouched places. Like, I want to see more of that lidar shit where you know they're flying over the Amazon and over the fucking. I don't know how far down over ocean they can do it, but you know along the coast at least I'm sure they can do quite a bit of that shit. Like, I want to I want to see some funded projects for that. Yeah, when they start talking about the you know Amazonian civilizations and stuff like that, mate, that is a that's an interesting that's a really interesting yeah. uh, topic because like you're talking, it's a you know it's a huge space. 
it is you know it's got abundance of food there why wouldn't people be there so it's it's one of them isn't it it's yeah and they yeah. always they talk about the uh is it the is it like the terra preta or something i think it's, yeah the it's black about soil the, 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 or whatever the soil that is super fer- fertile but it's yeah. almost constructed and soil, they can't so they can't replicate it no and they were saying if you have that yeah you could grow in the middle of the desert any way you want like and it will fucking fertilize soil around it like that's nuts like as if we haven't figured that shit out. <laughs> Free food, yeah, I mate. know. Jesus. Yeah, I know. Well, yeah, again, a lot of the lot of the scientists they they do say about the there's just so, there's so many fruited plants in it. It's just a bit like if someone can come up with the reason why there's so many fruited plants, there might be a scientific reason, mate. You know, there might yeah. they just might be just how it is. The fact that they need to kind of put more seeds out there or bigger seeds out there to to, to, to grow more and to spread their seeds and everything that Maybe might be a reason just different but... hybrid the trees interbreeding but yeah it's such a strange one but i i would mm. i like i would like to think like they're saying that the amazon is a man-made forest specifically as a food resource that has just went out of control through time but yeah just uncover you know just being able to see an uncovered city or you know structure that we don't know fuck all about and then they can figure so much shit out or not whatever that's the shit we want to see yeah i mean they're they're the sort of adventures if someone could say to you it's like this is gonna be tough mate but you want to come with us i'd i'd jump oh you'd have to in a second mate i would jump in a any sort of situation like that it's like yeah i mean you could die but uh you you can't buy that shit yeah, you can't like you you'll never be able to buy that experience. That hasn't been seen in thousands and thousands and th- tens and hundreds of thousands yeah. of years, whatever. Well, it's like that. It's like that guy that goes around trying to find the rare animals. I don't know if you've seen that that geezer. He's, a, he's I think he's got his own podcast, but he's a he's decent. He knows yeah, what he's nice. doing. He, he goes he goes out there into the wild and he'll. It's like it's like the Tasmanian tiger. It's like he wants to go and find that. Yeah, yeah, that must and be. supposed to be it's... crazy when you see something that general mankind hasn't really they don't know if they survive anymore and you're just fucking yeah. you know searching for these guys yeah and and he's proven as well it's not like he's it's a gimmick it's like he has found so many things that were supposed to have not been around anymore or new yeah. species you know so he has done it he has done it wow and i think when he's when he's talking about a tasmanian tiger like I don't know if you've know about the Tasmanian tiger, mate, but it's like a it's like a dog, really. It's like a big yeah, dog. Yeah, mix sort of like, thing. A, like it's got like zebra stripes on like half of its body yeah, or something. Yeah, yeah. Um, but originally, obviously, Tasmania, maybe maybe Australia as well. I don't really know. But he he was saying that there was a sighting or or multiple sightings or just noise, you know, ear to the ground sort of shit. That there was some like maybe Papua New Guinea or something like that. So it's just above Australia. And that's that was his next hunch, you know. That's his. Nice. Obviously, he's not gonna go there straight away before he does his research. He's gonna let it build up a bit. Kind yeah. of, it's like Papua New Guinea's maybe Papua New Guinea around that sort of area. He's got a big circle around, but he needs to he needs to pull draw that circle in. Yeah. You know, it just needs to pull it in tighter, just so he can actually physically do it. Because you know, you start searching a country for something, mate, you're fucked. You need a re- you need a region. You need a forest you need you need to really hone it in to actually yeah, have an idea yeah. you know to have a chance to find something that is elusive by nature yeah definitely uh really cool must be a, a, a 
wild feeling when you actually find something like that. What what you got on the go there then? What's uh, what are you smoking at the moment? Yeah, so um, went to a dispenser in the city and I got some Simply Bear Organics. Had this uh, brand a few times, the scrub. Um, and this is called Organic Gassy Pebbles. Nice. The strain for this is Grape Cream Cake X Scots OG. Never had any of those before, but really fucking nice, mate. And it is a sativa, so uh, got it really because I've got a bit more time off. So quite a bit more daytime smoking. Mm-hmm. Very nice, mate. Kind of uh, really got that gassy gassy flavor it had cake in the title didn't it mate so has it still got a bit of touch of cake in there too just for oh yeah just for you it has definitely got a little bit of cake in there yeah (laughs) you know you're the cake man you know you know what could you expect as soon as i saw that on the label i was like yeah i'm gonna have to give this one a try nice (laughs) well i've got a beer i've got a beer on the go we will let the listeners in We'll, we'll let the listeners in on it mate um we're having some technical issues, so it's it's cutting in and out for us. So we've I've just introduced a beer, and it didn't it basically it didn't it didn't want to record that a bit. So uh, <laughs> we've already done it, but I, I'll say I'm, I've just poured a beer. Um, it's the Lervig Loudspeaker. It's a Norwegian beer. It's five point two percent pale ale, five hundred ml can, which is nice. And the yep. hops are Galaxy and Enigma. And it's a super, it's a super clean pale ale, almost like you're drinking a shandy. Any anyone that isn't really into like a, a strong taste in beer would like this. It doesn't taste strong. It's a, it's a good, it's a good drop, especially when you've drank the day before. You know what I mean? Like, you want something that's going to nurse you in back into the game. You don't want to go yeah. silly and go for an eight point two percent. You know. So yeah, so, yeah, going to ease you in. That's it. Nice. Talking about my uh, my night out, mate. When I was walking walking back, saw two yep. urban foxes, right? Yeah, biggins, decent sized ones. You know, the same size as like a what dog? I mean, like a Shiba Inu. You know, they, those Japanese dogs. S- yeah, yeah. Same size as that. Literally same size as that. And the second one, <laughs> I just I literally walked past it. It was on the same path as me. Yeah. And he just stopped and he was just looking at me. Like, I'm talking he's a foot away from me, mate. Like, same path. Really? Just there. Didn't move. Didn't move. That's Didn't nuts. <laughs> yeah, the other one was running across the road, classic. Like, it was probably 20 metres in front of me, just yeah. running across the road. And then this one, yeah, was just just on, like, a dropped curb sort of bit, going into someone's driveway. But on, but on the... So it could have ran into the driveway to get away from me. There wasn't, like, anything stopping it. <laughs> it just... It didn't budge. Weird, yeah, yeah. You... yeah. That's crazy. And uh, also on Ryan's wildlife corner, I've been seeing my um, my muntjac deer even more as well. Saw it nice t- today, yesterday again. That came so close. That that was, I think I could get my hand out with with something good yeah. in it, and I think it would eat out of it. I really do. It's so it's not as close as that fox, mate. But uh, <laughs> but I'm talking. Nice. Maybe six, yeah, maybe six foot away now, I'd say. Nice. you got to get a little picture of your mate. I want to see him. Yeah, yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah. If I can get hold of it and grab it, I'll get a nice p- yeah. selfie <laughs> holding it where it's while it's horning me in the face. But uh, yeah. 
Yeah, because it's gotten some nice little, yeah, nice little daggers on its head as well, mate. So it would nice. Yeah, they normally have some cool, cool little horns. Yeah, yeah, they're not going to turn into something, you know, some great antlers or anything. But they're not, yeah, little, yeah, nice Nice little jabbers, you know. Yeah, yeah. But it just, it just came into like the the courtyard sort of area, and um, it's all kind of grass or grass area. But it's got this one plant. You might know it, Will. It's got a, uh, it's almost like a a palm, a palm tree. Right, yeah. But just the leaves. It's a bush. It's a bush, but it's, you know, you know what I mean. It's like those. Yeah, yeah. It's you get a lot of it. yucca. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Pretty sure, yeah. Yeah, just like a palm tree in the floor. It can be a little bit sharp sometimes. That's it. Yeah. So he was eating that. No, right. He likes that, does he? Yeah, went straight into that. Started munching away of it, like it was like flapping out of his mouth <laughs> while he was eating it. <laughs> And so I don't think you're supposed to be eating that. I mean, that isn't, you know, it's a, it is a nice plant, I suppose. People like them, but, yeah, it, you know, it's not my plant, so I just let him do his thing. Yeah, who knows how uh, nutritious that is, but he obviously likes it. Yeah, I mean, they, they eat everything, don't they? They're, they're not, yeah. I don't think they're very fussy. Uh, we got a big, big load of elks up down the road, not too far. They kind of, they move around Canmore Town, but they've come, like, right on the edge, so they're kind of, like... I pass them on the way in. And there's two two big males. They kind of hang by themselves, probably about a hundred yards away from the women at the moment. They've got about at least a two and a half foot rack, like sort of thing. Wow! Fucking real big, real full size males, and then there's probably yeah about hundred foot away from them, good good uh good like twenty twenty female cows or whatever. And, and this, oh. these, these are wild animals, mate. They, they're not like cowboyed or whatever. Yeah, these yeah. things. I don't yeah, know if they do cowboy those those elks, but um, no, these are all just net. Yeah, that is crazy. The locals. They're the locals. That yeah, that is the herd. Yeah, there's a couple of them. Yeah. We also on in. I live in a tiny town, but yeah, just on the outskirts. And these are these ones that. They're kind of like looked after, but they're free roaming, um, bighorn sheep, like the big rams. Mm-hmm. The mm-hmm. You've probably seen some of my pictures. But yeah, there's a good. Yeah, one of the battle like, toads when he does a when he does a headbutt, mate, it turns into that that sheep's horn. That's well. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, there's like a good thirty or forty of them, always hanging around in the same sort of highlights all year round. It must be nice cool. to see that shit. And I tell you what, mate, they're always out in the roads, licking the fucking salt off the roads. Really? Yep. Even though there isn't really much, we don't really put salt on the roads. They normally put down like a fine gravel, like a sand. But yeah, obviously there is some form of salt residue, I guess. So they go and fucking, I guess a lot of it's from the evaporated snow and ice, I guess. Yeah. So they're there. Sometimes in the middle of the road, it's a fast road as well, and everyone fucking. Sl- they're in. You know where they're going to be if they're going to be there. And do they move? Sometimes they don't. Like you could, who you know, toot your horn sometimes, and it's like it, you didn't even make a sound. Some of them don't give a fuck. Yeah, but yeah, exactly. They they are kind of their their own. They're, you know, because they're double our bastards with the, yep. with the horns. They're not they're not intimidated by much. Yeah, they're thick. They're thick boys. You see, and they just jump over these, you know, waist-high barriers, and they don't even run up to them. They just fucking doop. 
Yeah, it's pretty, pretty impressive. But sheeps and goats, they do have a spring, don't they? They do have a nice spring. You know, yeah. they might not be the fastest runners, but they're pretty quick. But it, but the spring they've got. Oh, that's it. Yeah. Be nice to see who would yeah. win in a in, in a in a jumping contest. You know what I mean? Like if you can get a few a few animals together. I'm not talking, you know, cats are going to obviously jump Olympics. Yeah, yeah jump. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. Get. I mean, just who who would be put up against a goat? Just for a fair match, you know. Like I don't want to kind of take the piss out of the goat, but yeah, yeah. I don't know. Maybe like a donkey or something. Nice. That's a good. Yeah, that's a good battle. That is a good battle. That's on the next next horse, versus battle. Obviously, horse is just too much, you know. They're yeah, horse winning that one. Just yeah, size, horse. Will, yeah, horse will just shred it. Yeah, but donkey. Because I was going to say elk, but elk, they can fucking jump, mate. So can. Uh, and their legs are super long. Yeah, they can jump like fucking <laughs> nuts, mm. like over a car. I saw a video the other day of a of a moose running through some snow, and it's like you oh, yeah. you you see it in action, like why it's built the way it's built. You kind of just yep. see it all. Those long legs. Those long legs and the power. So it's got the power to drive through it, but it's got the lo- it's got the skinny long legs to just not get caught yes. up in the snow. Crazy, isn't it? it and was... the same through one and through water as well. Yeah, yeah. It's like they move so quickly through something that should slow everything down. It doesn't. It's like it speeds it up more than anything, you know. Yeah, yeah, yep. Still haven't seen one. I'm keeping my eyes out. Yeah, I mean, it's surely it's only a matter of time, right? Or is it one of those things that yeah. even locals will say, "No, I've never seen a moose." Um, some some of them, yeah, probably never seen one. I've mm. seen one obviously before I moved here over here, but yep, not since. It'll happen, mate. It'll happen. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, I don't know if I mentioned I got a uh, I got a snow skate, mate. One of those uh, skateboard snowboard sort of dealios. Yeah. Been uh, I've got like a you know the shitty walmart version if you like off facebook years ago and it it's just good for going downhill nothing else so i've been since then trying to get the real deal and i got got one of those ambition ones they're the pretty good ones and uh it was hard my thought mate you know i bought it in the in the minus 30s how it was when it was cold because it's fucking bored grabbed one straight down the skate park it's fucking falling all over the shot getting snow in my in my fucking skate shoes and everything, mate. But I made it happen. I got a couple of ollies and a couple of shovets and a shitty kickflip at the end of it. And I wasn't. I was kind of telling you the other day that I didn't know how to uh, didn't know how to pop on them. Mm. You got to put your foot on the edge of it, which is a little bit different. But as soon as you figure that out, mate, you can do it. You know, mm. you can get. A, you know, more than a curb high ollie, pretty easy, you know. So I had a good old session, uh, good old session in the front, out the front yard, and uh, put it on me and I put it on the chat as well. I did a couple of little ollie and kickflip lines. So I'm getting there, mate. I'm, and I got some uh, spiky grip tape for it. Nice. It's like little little foam spikes in like strips. So you just put them around the edges and shit like that where you want to be flicking. So. See how it goes, mate. See how it goes. It's a good bit of fun. Yeah, well, yeah, it's exactly, mate. And it, obviously, you got to update the listeners when you do hit the, you know, the Vero Hill, and when they when they come around, you know. Yeah, I've got a hill flip on it so far. I've got a couple of nice hill flips, so uh, it's only a matter of time, mate. Nice, nice. I've been seeing, I've been seeing so much. Obviously, it's the time of year, but 
on Insta yep. and YouTube and everything. There's so much more content on those boards, and those boards are so good. It looks legit. It doesn't look like yeah. you're playing around. It, it does look legit. Yeah, hopefully I can kind of uh, replicate some of the shit I can do on my skateboard on the board and be having even more fun. So hopefully I can keep working it out. Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I'm sure you will, mate. If you're if you're enjoying it, you will. It's one of them. Yeah. You know, if, if you were kind of, if it's pissing you off too much, you might not go through that learning curve. But if you, if you are really enjoying the slide, and who doesn't enjoy sliding on a deck or or you know whatever, whatever you're sliding on on snow, it is one of the best yep. sensations ever. So, even that you're probably winning, and then adding a few kickflips and heel flips or whatever, mate, it only gets better. Yeah, that's it. You know, all the days I want to skate and there's just nothing but snow about, and go make something happen. I can just keep it in the keep it in the car and keep it out the front. You know, I can have a little permanent little front yard set up if I need to. So uh, even if I just have a little little half hour bust out every so often, I should uh, should be pretty entertaining, mate. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, if you're just knocking outside, mate, you just fancy a you, you, yeah. You're gonna have to build yourself something that's gonna facilitate. Little kicker and whatnot. yeah, little, yeah. Could you could you get a rail or would you not bother with a rail, mate? With that? Uh, well, I was thinking about <laughs> seeing how something. You know, obviously you don't have to. It doesn't always have to be um, metal on these sort of things, but um, yeah, you never know. I might be able to addition someone else. Hmm. So, couple of pallets, maybe. Couple of pallets. You could do yeah, some yeah. mani. You know, obviously mani tricks are a little bit different, but you'd still they'd still feel cool. I don't know if they. Yeah, yeah, give it a go. If 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 Wecking Board uh, allows some of that shit, but. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, yeah, people have been putting out some Manny tricks, so uh, obviously it's a, uh, it's kind of like this the snowboard Manny. It's not really the same. You're scraping mm. all over the shot, but um, yeah, it might feel might feel good, mate. Nice. Yeah, definitely. I've definitely thought about a pallet or some sort of uh, something I can just fashion into a little wooden pad or ledge. Yeah. Well, yeah, both. Yeah, pallet. Yeah, pallet would do both for you, wouldn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And that was the classic. That was a classic thing, anyway. If like you, if you were skating like behind some industrial building back in the day, um, because you just wanted to, you wanted to skate street and you kind of you wanted to just be low key. You know, you want to shred and do your thing. You might be behind home base with a few pallets, and you might be able oh, to yeah, build. Definitely. You might be able to build yourself some things. Um, but the pallet was the go to because. Even if you couldn't grind the pallet, you could probably manual it. And if, if it had holes in it, then you could just gap the, the gap the pallet. Sometimes there's those pallets that have, you know, the bit of plywood on top as well, mate. And you got you, you got yourself a straight mani pad, kicker, yep. whatever you want there. And you could have a lot of you could have a lot of fun to be had. I tell you, I made uh, at the back of home base uh, years ago. I made I had, there was two two rid of the big maybe it was in four of them. It was. Really chunky pallets, the really heavy motherfuckers. You know those ones? Yeah, like the dub. Yeah, the, the like, heavy. The, they're normally ones. blue, and they're like they're super, super yeah. heavy. We kind of pushed. Um, maybe it was just two long ones, but pushed them together and then put a rail in the middle of it. And this rail nice. wasn't like a. Yeah, it weren't great. It was thin. It was like a, you know, like maybe, a couple of inch at best. So it wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't great, but we we did fashion it for, you know, maybe an hour. Our skate before it started getting dinged up, but you could you could you couldn't fifty it because it wasn't it was it wasn't sturdy enough. It would dent the rail if you kind of landed on it. But you could yeah you could do any any sort of slide on there. It, it was it was fine. Uh, nice. But it's always you know what I mean. The pallets without those pallets, mate, 
couldn't have touched it. Couldn't have touched that rail. That was, it was the pallets with the king there. Oh yeah, Pat, mate. Yep, definitely. We had a industrial estate pallet spot. It's got to be done, and so many manual variations. I think one day, you know, we built like a. We even managed to build like a banked bank to bank. You know, not really a quarter pipe, but a, a pallet quarter pipe, a mini one, and fuck, we had lo- used to have loads of fun on shit like that, man. Just, just uh, yeah, classic pallet banks, all that shit. Probably some of the most fun you could do. Yeah, because you're pl- but you're playing as well. That's what you're doing. You're not, but you're not serious. You can't. You don't even take it yeah. seriously. So you even, you almost try stuff. You you try more shit. You might even try like nose blunting or something because it's a bit silly. And it, but yeah. like I, it's like I ain't nose blunting anything. But I'll try and nose blunt this because it's apparently isn't going to hurt me for some reason. You know, it would hurt me. Yeah. My, it's it still fucked my ankle up in the same way. But for some reason, I'm the goofiness takes away the fear of trying something. So you'll just you just try some shit. Oh yeah, and it's just kind of like, what what the hell can I get? What can I get on this? And then how ridiculous can I make? You know, you just keep pushing it. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I can remember uh, just the classic: we a pallet, you put it up next next to a curb or a bank. You know, you make a little make a little bank pallet, one one wide pallet mm-hmm. drop bank, like a drop in or. And you just keep stacking the pallets up. You know, you do your own mini Diamond Glory challenge back in the day. And, (laughs) you know, shit like that, you would never really, you wouldn't be able to do it on the concrete. And, you know, your pallet falls out half the time and people get bodied and you end up with some of the, some of the greatest skate sessions ever, mate. You certainly do. You certainly do. All those DIY sort of things, they are, they're just enjoyable. You know, the right spot with the right cone, like... I remember those the the drop curb sessions that we used to skate and put like a you know a stack of cones behind the, uh, just just a drop curb because a drop yep. curb is is so good you can do so much there's no fear involved with a drop curb but in the right in the right setting it's just it's perfect you can't beat it yeah and uh, this place we used to skate used to have like the curb drop and these had uh, bricks in between the curbs so you could ollie into it. Sometimes we put a plywood down, so you've got a flat bank to do your old rock and rolls on it. Then you can do your ollies, your kick flips. You could ollie into that guy or try and kick her out of that guy. Yeah, man, definitely uh, made made some awesome shit back in the day. I remember this this um, this one time at Longwall, uh, Penny's Penny Stairs in S Manic Matty, where he hits yep. the kick flip down the nine and those slides down the seven. Right. Yeah. We had um, I don't know where the fuck they came from, but there was massive sheets of plywood there. Really. Huge sheets of plywood. So what we would do, we would stick like one on the nine. Yeah. As a drop in. And then one on the seven. And then you you yeah. jump into the seven, so you didn't have the fear of like absolutely going Mac ten and trying to clear the yep. whole seven. But it was still pretty sketchy because it was still. You know, yeah, still, you're getting some still, speed. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah, exactly. You're getting some speed. Yeah, yeah. You're forced into it. It was, it was so good. And being at that, you know, again, a legendary spot. Just trying, like, you, you feel like a part of it rather than just watching someone. You know. Yeah, kill yeah. It. You're being, you're being able to skate both the sets that Tom Penny skate. Yeah, yeah. That you know that you've seen in these videos. Yeah, yeah. that's awesome. I love. Uh, they probably come round the back, you know, off the back of some of those colleges or something, or the back of the uni. Someone's been uh, 
yeah, nicking some wood or whatever. Yeah, maybe a skip and was nearby or something, uh, you know. That's just something, obviously, depending on where you are in the world, it'll be different. But in England, in kind of the rural, just outside of Oxford, where, where kind of the sort of places we lived, had those industrial estates where half of them weren't open. You know, and in the streets, there was loads of places shut down or loads of wood everywhere, loads of, you know, it was a lot different and not every inch of space was being utilised. You could go somewhere on a Saturday, Sunday, the whole place was fucking closed or, you know, and uh, there was just all that stuff everywhere to go and play with. Nowadays, they probably have to put a fence around it or, you know, it's the wood's being picked up by someone because fucking these days that shit's already expensive, let alone having some kids there fucking it up with some skateboards or whatever. And <laughs> you don't see that these days. There's some pictures, even in Bista where I used to live, of like, you know, not mega ramps, but like some crazy, crazy shit built like all the time. And we, you know, every every uh, skater who's been through that has, has done their own little version or big version and it's just been there for like months. No one's fucking done anything. No one's owned the business. No one's taken ownership of clearing that shit up. And you can get some, you can get some cool shit built, you know, by some kids yeah. with a, on their summer holidays or every night after school. You can get some shit done. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Like uh, it's crazy that that that's sort of, you, you might have some kids at school that aren't trying and not really putting their eff- the effort in, or or the school isn't invigorating them to to want to learn and re- but if if the if the if the teachers could only see the students that were building these ramps and it's like fuck me yeah they if we could teach you know some physics in here or we could teach them or you know some woodworking skills and all that sort of stuff if they could just yeah, simple. just get it to the right sort of space for these people that would really get them going you'd get you'd make carpenters in it cuz you know I used to build my own ramps and we made some fucking good ramps mate we made a quarter pipe yeah i've made two nice. quarter pipes one I, uh, I think I told you about, built at uni, had it in my kitchen, and then just left it in in a, like the shed at the bottom of the garden. Just left it in there. It took up the whole yeah. fucking shed, like it barely got in the door. And so the next person who we, could, we just couldn't take it with us. It was big. Yeah, it was, leg- yeah, it was legit. Yeah, it was the same height as like our kitchen worktop. You know, it was. <laughs> it, 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 that's where it. Fa- it a real know, kicker. Oh, that's sorry, a sat, real quarter. Yeah. Yeah, that's where it sat in the uh, in the kitchen sort of thing. So. Did that ever get dropped in in the house? Yeah, 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 definitely. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Done. Just finished my point. It was just I would be be inclined to go into the carpentry side of things. If yeah. someone pushed me in in that I didn't even think about that. That wasn't even a thing. But if someone said, "Well, you could be a carpenter and do skate ramps," like fuck, and be self-employed or whatever, which a lot of people do, you'd have a good that's a good business. It's always uh, it's always funny looking back on life, thinking, "Wow, I, you know, I really liked this, this, and this." And in school, they never said, "Oh, if you if you do if you like that, you should you could do this, this, this to get to this." Not like be the best you can be at everything and figure it out along the way. Like I, I know these days, generally people schools do teach a little bit more realism, but like fucking hell, in hindsight, with so many things, it was like. If only someone, you know, you'd have your your career day or something where it's a big hall. You've got your army men, you've got your fucking ambulance, your police, and a couple of little bits in between that don't don't really show anyone anything. 
and you never really know what you want to do, especially being like someone into skateboarding where you just you've already found a passion at a young age, which a lot of people you know struggle to find that sort of thing. And uh, yeah, just like you're saying, if someone was like, if you like building ramps, you 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 could do that with woodwork, and you'd be so shit high after a while that that could eventually be your job, mm. or you're gonna have be having so much fun doing general woodwork, learning how to build houses and shit. You're gonna be able to build other shit like like no man's trouble, and then you're gonna be really happy in what you're doing. Yeah, you d- you just don't even you don't even link them. You don't link yeah. it. You know, if someone told you you could have been a carpenter, mate, that's a good career sorted at 16. Oh, yeah. You know, it would have been nice. No, it's difficult, but it would have been nice. Yeah, and it's definitely uh, dependent on what route you take. I remember when we was leaving school, six, you know, 16, whatever, one of the mates straight into electrics, um, Sparky, full-time. So that summer we left school, he worked Monday to Friday every day, you know, not for very much, but obviously a lot more than what we was getting, which was a big fat nothing. He's probably getting his four quid now or, or well, you know, maybe even a five quid now or however as well. And yeah, and uh, he never stopped. So obviously now he's got his own little business and he's doing really good for himself. So uh, fair fucking play. But obviously I can remember thinking as soon as he got that job that it was like his skate life ruined. You know, and obviously we <laughs> we probably had the best skate stummer of our of your of your younger childhood sort of thing. So it's one of those things like life sacrifices come and go. Back then, the sacrifice personally seemed like it was fucking huge, and you're gonna you're gonna ruin your your life. But like now, when you think, fuck, if I got into a trade when I was fifteen, sixteen, you're at the top of the trade now. If you wanna even leave it, you can always go back to it. You're you're gonna be a master of that trade. So it's all about sacrifices, really. You gotta pick and choose them, but. You, you do, you do, and it's one of them. There's no real right route. Yeah. You know, you might not be as secure if you didn't do it, but you probably had a lot more experience doing other things. So it's it's a toss up. It really is a toss up. So no, you know, there's no right answer there. We're not, you know, there's no judgment either way. Yeah. But it's definitely not. It's just it's just one of those things. Anyway, should we leave it there, mate? With the the yeah. technology today's trying to do us. It's 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 saying not on our side today. It's definitely not, yes. Uh, the software we used originally failed on us and uh, this audio equipment isn't much better either. So we'll, we'll leave it there. We've had a nice chat, mate. It was good catching up with you. Yep. We'll see you all again very soon. Bye.